we have a situation, don't we? <laughs> we have a bit of a situation. Last week, I believe we left it, or rather two weeks ago, I believe we left it a rather an interesting moment. Anne-Marie, you had decided the best course of action when dealing with uh, an angry god was to, what, to lie to her? No, no, to tell her the truth about her cheating husband. That's correct. Yeah. You thought that telling her the truth, that her no-good, lousy husband who was not faithful or loyal to her, didn't you? That's correct. I did, yeah. Yeah, he was not at all faithful. Faithful, and uh, I think that she deserves to know. She seems nice enough. You know, she offered me that drink and everything. Yeah, she's a nice lady. <laughs> she's a nice lady. <laughs> so far, so good. Nurturing. Should we, should we call her nur- nurturing? She's got the mother instinct. Gods can afford to be nice. You might be going a little bit f- far on that. I mean, you know, she's got the breast milk and everything. Anna Maria doesn't strike me as the motherly type, but others are free to... Well, maybe she's a role model for you, Anna Maria. I don't know. Yeah, could be. Well, you know, my, my hope is that she will follow me to the gate. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that that is probably a good instinct, because right now what's happening is you are in the grosser Schauspielhaus, this amazing modernist palace to the arts which seems to have been taken over by a bacchanalian orgy of of hideous proportions all driven by this milk giving whore of babylon abizu the ebon-skinned blonde-haired avatar of something or other ishtar astarte whatever you want to call her but what you've realized is there is definitely some aspect of Anita Berber still in there. The gap tooth, the obsession with her no good husband, Henry Shatan Hoffman. And as you told her that her husband had been faithless, had betrayed her, she got up and flashed with righteous anger. And, and when a goddess gets angry, it's not quite like a human getting angry. It's almost like you can feel the electricity crackling through this massive auditorium. And you are going to have to make a sanity roll at this point. Anne-Marie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Everyone else is outside. Wow, you made it. <laughs> Actually, you're super, you're, you're super sane, aren't you? I'm pretty sane so far, yeah. Well, you don't lose any sanity. Maybe, you, I don't know, why don't you lose any sanity? Well, I'm very focused on, on the, uh, the result here. And having had many girlfriends who's uh, had less than... Uh, faithful men. I know that uh, a way to get her uh, to follow us is to kind of let her know, so that's why I was very truthful. So I'm just focused on that. She's pissed, but I figure I've seen women throw all kinds of things. So she throws uh, people across the room or whatever, that's fine. <laughs> so it doesn't throw me. And uh, my plan is to have her follow us. So, I've, yeah. so she rises up off her throne, majestic, the dribbles, droplets of milk just running down her torso onto the wrap of red silk that she wears with some modesty around her waist. And she strides forward towards you and she says, Where is he? The gates. He wanted to go through the gates with you and us. And we kind of tried to go through without you. Actually, to be honest, he was trying to go through without you. It didn't really work. Gates. The gates. Seven gates. A change comes across her face. You're right, the gates. That is the way. That is the way, my child, to the lower world. I wish to journey thence. Will you take me there? Yeah, we have a car. It's really nice. And I will, uh, well, I know touching her kind of freaked me out. It caused some physical harm last time, so. I have no need for a vehicle, a metal machine from your world. We shall walk. We shall parade together through the streets and revel in our ecstasy together. So here, take my hand. And she reaches out. Oh, I like that idea. Could I have like a hat or something, or, like a like a something fancy? Because if we're going to be parading, is that possible? I mean, she's a goddess, right? I mean, she just grabs some hats off her followers and says, "Take what you wish." Oh, nice. All right, I'm going to take the best hat, and then I'll, I will take her hand, even though I know it was a little shocking last time. So I kind of do it very delicately. She says to the gathered horde around her, who are still writhing and roiling and rutting on the floor. She says, "Rise up, Minads. Come with me." We shall all go to the lower world together. And the whole crowd, hundreds and hundreds of people in this auditorium all just stop what they're doing, which is probably a good thing. And they all file out behind her in this massive procession. Now, the rest of you, you're outside. You've been outside probably for 20 minutes, 
I'm asleep with my hat over my face. I remember that from the end of last session. Obviously, you don't know anything of this. what's been going on inside. Amory's been inside for 20 minutes. What, what would you be thinking or doing right now? Are there windows that we can peek through? No, because it's it's like a cinema. It is a cinema, so where Amory is meta-gaming-wise would be completely enclosed. You could look in through the door, but then it's just you'd see the lobby like you were last time. So, but we haven't seen anyone come out. No. Amory went in 20 minutes ago. Henri Chatan Hoffman is sitting in the back of the car, just kind of shaking with fright, with fear. Is he, did we bring him with us? Yeah. We didn't want to let him out of our sight. I muse out loud to the others. I say, what do you all suppose is the likelihood that Anna Maria is doing something incredibly rashly stupid that's going to get us all killed? Well, so far she hasn't. Any wager? She's done some pretty daring things, but they've all sort of served our ends. I would trust her. Yeah, and she can talk her way out of things better than most of us. I call it pure dumb luck. The place hasn't exploded yet. I, I think at 20 minutes... If someone's going to go in, who's going to be go after her? Well, I think I'm very concerned about the what we were told about not looking at her if you're interested in women and, and sort of falling under her spell. I'm definitely not going in. I'm suggesting Safina. I can go. I'm not interested in anyone. Well, there you go. I'm not particularly optimistic as to what's about to, uh, what we're about to find. Maybe, Safina, if you j- just have a quick look and come right back out. Yeah, I'll go in. See if you can see any sign of her or whether there's yelling or... Okay. So you do that, and, and what you see is Abizu striding majestically forward and grabbing all these masks and hats and crowns and, and just offering them to Amory who's standing there quite happily in front of her. All right. All right, head back out. So there's a fashion show, typical of Anne-Marie. You know, she's got herself some, some new new stees. I think she's doing fine. Is she okay? Yeah, she looks pretty happy. And the goddess? They're getting along. She's got this. Where is the goddess? She's in there. She's got she's got her minions. Getting along? Yeah. Do you think she's been enthralled? Doesn't seem like it. They seem to be just having a conversation about hats. I start the car. They're playing dress-up. I'm going to get into the car and tie my scarf around my eyes again. Okay. Which is a good thing, because at that moment, the door to the cinema bursts open and Abizu is standing there holding Anne-Marie's hand. And given that you said you were covering your eyes, you're okay, but didn't you drink the milk last... I did drink the milk. You did? I did drink the milk. Okay. But Catroyan and Eckhart, you both need to make a power roll at this point, because you, you know, the door bursts open, you can't help but look over it's just a natural reaction so you're gonna have to make a a power roll and you need to get a really good roll that is not a really good roll katrine no (laughs) mr shield how's your power pretty good actually you're gonna need a really good roll though even with a high power so if you're willing to spend 12 yeah definitely i assume katrine that you don't want to spend 56 luck I'm kind of tempted to. Well, I have a 99, so... Yeah. Are you going to do um, it? You resist. You resist her beauty. Yes, I am absolutely going to resist Abizu's beauty. You see something by chance. I see... I see it near Berber's buck teeth, is what it is. (laughs) No, as much as I like Anita Berber, this isn't the ultimate Babylonian sex goddess. This is some really weird, gross... Dollification, body transmogrification of a dead woman. <laughs> Katorian's the 1930s neckbeard. Who's uh, like, no, Buckteeth ruined it for me. Oh, she's incredibly beautiful, but what she really is, I happen to kind of have an idea of there was something really gross about this entire process that created this, and I can see the little crack. True. Yeah, so, exactly. So You all managed to resist. However, the three of you still have to make a sanity roll for seeing her because she is in the full flower. Wow. I'd stop the gas. Not surprised I failed that. And uh, Safina, you also need to make a sanity roll. Oh, I'm glad I do, because it was like a little too heteronormative if I didn't have to. Oh my god! 
Sorry. Oh, jeez. Oh, my Jesus Christ. You just fumble a sanity roll. And she was always the one that was sure to pass any sanity roll. My God. <laughs> I just really, really want to let out right that now. That is not good. So, Eckhart, you're fine. You're steady, Eddie. You don't lose any sanity. Katrion, roll a d6, please. Oh, dear. If you lose two more sanity, you're going definitely insane. Right, yeah. Safina, now you. You said I lose five? You're about to have a bout of madness that you can't because you fumbled. Okay. First of all, make an intelligence roll. Actually, here's your, your low intelligence comes to your aid. But yeah, amazingly, you don't have a bout of madness, even though you just lost six sanity. Okay. There we go. Just looking at hats is very grounding. Yeah. So, Amory, you are holding hands with the goddess and you're approaching the car which i think the engine has now just been turned on and you can hear eckhart revving up the engine what are you gonna do so i'm gonna i'm gonna say oh no we don't need the car we're gonna walk it's a parade come out guys grab a hat no i'm, I'm driving away uh yeah if he starts to drive away i will turn to 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 a start and i'll say well you know these modern people that they, they gotta drive everywhere she says to you was that my husband in the back seat. Yes. Yes, it was. In the back seat. Oh, dear. And then she just sort of clicks her fingers. And as you're driving off down the street, suddenly the street is now crowded with these worshippers. They're, they're just filling the street in front of you. Eckhart. Oh, I floor it. I'm just in the front seat. I have no idea what's going on. I do my best to avoid people, but... No, you're not going to be able to. They're literally, they're trying to stop you from driving off. You're going to have to run them well, down. Right. No, I'm going to run some of them down, but I go for the thinnest spot. <laughs> Good man. All right, you need to make an extreme drive roll then. All right. You're a decent driver. Yeah. Not good enough to be, like, at all sure of this. Or even close. Extreme roll. Oh. Ooh. All right, I'm wow. going to pay the luck for it. Yeah. And amazingly, miraculously, you manage to weave in and out these dozens and dozens of crazed worshippers who are just running towards you. They're, they're seemingly willing to throw themselves in front of the car to stop you. I'm sure I still hit at least a few. You probably wing a couple, but none of, you don't hit any of them like full-on direct hit. So a couple of them go flying off the sides and off the fender and that kind of thing. But you're through and you're gunning it down Friedrichstrasse. So what, what is your plan? I mean, you're just trying to get away. You're leaving poor Amory. I'm headed for the Brandenburg Gate. Okay, you're gonna head for the Brandenburg Gate, okay. Yeah. Right. So you zoom down there, you, you go down Friedrichstrasse, and you turn onto Unter den Linden, and you pull up in front of the Brandenburg Gate. Henry in the back is going, <laughs> that was her, that was her. Oh God, you gotta, you gotta get me away from her. Yeah, that's the plan. Come on, everybody out. I park in the middle of the, you know, I just park illegally and uh, drag everybody out. Okay, who's not insane? That's Max. the least of your worries. <laughs> so you're, gonna get, you're gonna get a parking ticket. You with me? I'm quite sane, but I can't see anything. Yeah, no one's, no one's had a bout of madness. Yeah, I mean, you've lost some sanity, but no, one, no one's had a bout right. of madness, no. You're just shaken. Right. I mean, uh, technically, actually, actually, given that you lost that much sanity, uh, you would have some kind of involuntary reaction while you're driving away. So, Katorian and Safina, what is your involuntary reaction as you're driving away? Katorian first. I probably start babbling about my first stepsister, mistress. <laughs> incoherently without realizing <laughs> that's some dark dark backstory that's uh... way back in turkey wait yeah don't uh, yeah okay I, I, well you know sister sister girlfriend it's all just a matter of terminology isn't it i don't even realize i'm babbling about her out loud we don't have time for this <laughs> Safina, what's your reaction i'm just gonna try to wedge myself under everyone's feet and like quiver at the bottom of the car yeah so Mar marco's de description of you as sort of like a stray dog is pretty bang on <laughs> you're there quivering underneath like trying to huddle down all right so you you all get out at the brandenburg gate henry is he's sort of in a bit of a daze uh you can just do whatever you want i mean he gets out with you but but he's just shaking he doesn't seem like he can make any decision right now 
I mean, well, we we're gonna drag everybody out, drink the milk, and go through the gate, right? Yeah, I drank it. I have not yet drank it. Yeah, I didn't either. Did Safina? No. I can't remember. Only you and Emery. Only, okay. um, We Max. have some with us, right? Yeah, it was in the car. Yeah, you do have some with you. Yeah. Nice and, nice and frothy. I'm looking for any excuse not to do this. So, as am I. Uh, <laughs> I say first we give some to Henri. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he drank it already, I think. Oh, he's, no, no, he's already had it. He's already had it. He's already he's had a, it. He's already had it. Yeah, yeah. He liked it. Okay. He wants more, actually. Yeah. Well, that's a ringing endorsement. Which one of us is going to be the last to have it? Well, is any three of you haven't had it? Safina, Eckhart, and myself. Yeah. Eckhart, just remember that I've always paid you reasonably well. <laughs> <laughs> so if my life needs saving, please save it. I'd like to think we're friends. Uh, you are. You are. We are. Definitely. You know we I'd have, save your life uh, whether you paid me or not. Thank you very much. Okay, so you take you a know. swig, and it burns like the harshest pot still vodka you've ever tasted it burns on the way down it burns in your esophagus and in your stomach and so it tastes even worse than the alcohol he serves that is yeah no he gets imported american actually no it's prohibition imported british and italian liquors exactly and i have a i have a, I have a fondness for scotch Exactly. And gin, maybe, as well. I don't know whether you're into the gin. But Probably. this burns. This burns. And you are going to have to make a sanity roll. As you can feel these things suddenly bursting and squirming around in your stomach. Okay. It does damage, too, right? One point of it damage? It does one point of damage, yes. And, yeah, you need to make another sanity roll. <laughs> oh, sanity. I have to make a sanity roll first. Yeah. Yeah, which is getting worse by the minute. So. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Look at you. That apparently, I'm, I'm still thinking something bad was about to happen. You only lose one sanity, which is which is as good as it gets. Yeah, no, I'm I'm still thinking that that remembrance of what I surmise has happened exactly to Anita Berber is is what's uh, getting me through this. So the cup is passed to Eckhart. Wait, no, it should be me next because I'm a dithering idiot right now. Okay, you want to take it? Take yeah, it. I'm gonna drink I'll go it. Last. I'm gonna drink it. You should go last. <laughs> All right. Make that sanity roll, then. <laughs> I've not been rolling good. No, oh, ah, you're okay. Good. You yeah. lose one. And we lose HP, too, right? And you lose one HP. Wait, my hit points are at three. Why am I at three? You can't be at three. What happened? Are you at three? I hurt a bunch. Because you went down to zero. You went down to zero, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing so good. You're not doing so good. You're on three hit points. No, but you're as beaten up and bruised as they come. But, but... Am I able to give her any first aid? No, because she's already had it, remember? The yeah. doctor's oh, already treated okay. her. It got right. me up to four. And, oh, you know what, though? It, it has been another day, so you, you give yourself another two hit points. Okay. In fact, if, if, if anyone has lost hit points, you can gain another two hit points because it has been a two. day since. Okay, yeah. that is what I am doing right now because I was like, I was a couple from max already, so. So, Eckhart, make a luck roll to see if there's enough left for you to drink. Swirl around the gross part at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're in luck. You're in luck. There's plenty. <laughs> All right. I take a swig. Okay. Make a sanity roll. Huh. You lose well one sanity. You lose one sanity. I pull out my flask, <laughs> wash it down. And you lose a hit point. Now you all are joined together in this sensation of having ingested the milk of the Whore of Babylon and, and, and whatever vile spawn it contained are now swimming around inside your gullets. And at that point, you start hearing somewhere in the distance this sound, this roaring, chanting, singing celebratory sound of people coming down onto Dane Linden. This is like a football crowd, a football stadium crowd. The chanting is echoing up and down the, uh, the streets, the promenades, the boulevards of, of Berlin. And in the distance, you see an amazing sight. You see Abizu in all her glory. Now, I know you want to really maintain your independence, Max, but are you just going to stay blindfolded this whole time? 
Is that your plan? It's worked pretty well for me. So you're keeping it's the blindfold on. You're just like, yes. you're the blindfolded man. Okay, so you don't see this, but everyone else sees this. And in the distance, you see the gleaming, ebony, blonde, platinum blonde, ebony form of, of Abizu. And she is holding hands with your dear friend, <laughs> Anne-Marie. And followed by possibly thousands of Berliners. You see... You see people just peeling off from the streets nearby, just joining this parade. It's almost like the Pied Piper of Hamelin and the citizens of Berlin are the rats being led to whatever they're being led to at, at the Brandenburg Gate where you are standing. And they're getting closer and closer. I'm really impressed with Anne-Marie. Does anybody feel that we should be passing through the gates before this crowd does? I don't think we want to be overtaken by this crowd. I got an idea. Where's Shaton Hoffman? He's just standing there, catat- almost catatonic with fear. Shall we and... push him through? Did he drink? He drank the milk, right? Yes. We made him drink it. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, we need to find this gate. Let's go through the center arch. Yeah, we go to the center arch and, yeah. Okay. Nothing happens. Mm-hmm. You just walk through. There's nothing going on right now. All right. So we bring Shaton Hoffman to the center of, uh, like, right under the center arch. And... I check my pistol, and as they approach, I put the pistol to the back of his head, and I hold him out, like making it very clear that I have a pistol to the back of his head, and I wait for her to approach. Okay, so, Anne-Marie, the goddess is holding your hand, and she's saying to you, I can't wait to see my dear husband. Oh yeah, he's looking a little rough right now. Uh, Maybe he misses you, but uh, it's hard to say with these type of men. Oh... I was angry before, but I know now. He only acted out of sympathy for my condition. Right. No, that's exactly why he took up with another dancer right away. Her eyes flash briefly with anger. Oh, but it is not an, It is nothing to me now. I have transcended the mortal realm and its petty sufferings, desires, and jealousies. Makes sense. Are we going to go through the gate still, or are you going to Yes, that? we are. I wish to introduce you t- to my mistress in her realm. Well, that'll be nice. Am I dressed well enough, though? I kind of straighten up my... You are perfect. And then she turns and says, Come, my faithful! We journey to the City of Shadows! And there's a roar of excitement behind. I do the same thing. After she does that, I say, Yes, come! Come! I'm going to see if I can get some people to put me up on their shoulders. Yeah, sure. You know, I mean... I'm clearly, obviously... Make a dance. Make another dance, uh... Roll. Let's see how elegantly you can... Oh, yes, my dance. I will dance. Oh, no. Unless you want to push it. You can push the roll or you can spend some luck. You can tell me what, what you do. So so I start to go and I, I realize with the shoes I'm wearing, this is not happening. But So I start to trip and I'm like, no, there's no way I'm going down in front of the goddess. So I, I, I go for a leap. Yeah, I'm going for a leap. Do, just roll again. Do, so how does that work? Do I just roll again or do I have to roll with negative now? Oh, oh my god. This could be, be bad. <laughs> Only just, but you, you make it. You just somehow managed to do a tumble, and, and there you are, sitting astride the broad shoulders of some large man as, he's carry, as he carries you through. Yes. You, you've gone down the Friedrichstrasse and across the 200-foot wrought iron expanse of the Weidendammer Bridge, bedecked with imperial eagles and lamps, spanning the massive river spray. At Unterdain Linden, you turn right with thousands of these Berliners joining in the revel. The wind is now howling, and great gouts of foul mists blow down the avenue. I mean, it's nightmarish, but also magnificent. And ahead of you, you see the Brandenburg Gate and your friends just standing there. And you see that Eckhart is standing behind Henry Chatan Hoffman with a gun just pointed at the back of his skull. And Max is facing the wrong way. Max has got a scarf on and he's facing the wrong way. Yeah. Somehow I'm not surprised that that goes through. <laughs> so, Abizu approaches and she looks at the four of you standing with Henry and she says, Oh, you have brought my love. My dear, my one and only. How kind. Yes, and I will give him to you. But you must take him through the gate and leave these people behind. Oh, no. All must come through the gate. You must all see the Shadow Realm. I thumb back the hammer on the pistol and I say, Then he will die now, and you'll never feel his touch alive again. Well done. Well done, Eckhart. 
I add in. <laughs> Leave these people. They are nothing. That would be unfortunate, dear one. Very unfortunate. As the revelers just start walking forward rather menacingly towards you. Stop them now. I'm warning you. She doesn't really seem to either understand what it is you're doing. She knows that it's a threat. You can see several hundred of these faithful, and they're going to swarm you within seconds. I turn and fire a shot over the head of the crowd. Do they react in any way to that? Yeah, they start running at you. I mean, there's literally about 200 people now running towards the group of you, and you're going to have to react, or you're about to be basically just swarmed. So, uh, you know, I see this happening. Obviously, the gun goes off before I hear the I say, you know, my queen, that these revelers are, are dirty and tired. Perhaps they should uh, be cleaned and come properly dressed before they walk through the, the gates and we can go on the other side and wait for them. Uh, you don't want to bring them like this. They're like rabble. We need to present to the to your mistress the most beautiful uh, gifts of uh, worshippers, I say, and I smile. I'll let you make a power roll. This will be an opposed power roll against the goddess. <laughs> well... You know what? It's worth a try. <laughs> well, you got you, you got a fifty-seven. Let's see what she. I got a regular success. You got a regular success. She might fumble. Well, oh, I mean, I mean, she gets a hard success for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I bet. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 She looks at you and she says, "You've always been so nice. Don't anger me, please, dear." Oh, no, I was, uh, you know... And Eckhart, you're, you're about to be swarmed. In fact, all of you are about to be effectively just carried back by the tide of people. I turn and run before they get there. Okay. Like, when they start running, and probably I start running. Like, you know what I mean? When I, when I fire the gun and they all break out running, I just turn. Okay. So, this is going to be tricky. You've got, like... You have to get away from hundreds of people. So, first of all, make a constitution roll. What are the rest of you doing? I'm grabbing Safina and I'm saying, let's run through the gate now. Oh, well, I was intending to run away through the gate. I'm just assuming that doesn't actually matter. That's the only way you can go. Right, yeah. You, you, you're in front of the gate. It's very big. It's broad. There are hundreds of these people running at you. The only way you can go is back through the gate. But Max, of course, you can't see anything, so you're... I call to him and say, this way, this way, Max. And I, like, instinctively wince when I hear the gunshot. Eckhart, you're in trouble. Your move is seven. Yeah, I'm not light on my feet. No, you're not lying on your feet. To get it to an eight, which is only average, you would have to spend... 62 luck that's all your luck so you're just immediately caught unless you want to spend 62 luck but even then no i feel like being at one luck at this point of the adventure is a bad idea it's a bad idea so you're immediately caught by hundreds of grasping hands and there's nothing you can do and you're just dragged back in front of abizu and she says i try to keep a hold of chateau hoffman yeah and she says do not run my children we will all go together in joy, in grace. And then she says, come, all of you who have supped may join me. And then she walks forward, pushing through the crowd. They part easily around her, bringing you with Anne-Marie, of course. Yeah, if, well, if I see Max, I'll try to call for him to come over to where my guy is that's carrying me. I might reach out. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just like blindly reaching out. Yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to locate him if I can. <laughs> you feel a very well muscled chest of a man that's carrying me. <laughs> Given the situation, you and Max both need to make luck rolls, and this needs to be a really good roll because there are hundreds, even thousands, of people swarming towards the gates. The chances of you trying to find each other, trying to get each other, okay. are low. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> give it a shot. No. No. Well, no. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, Amory, you, you, you see Max and you're trying to get to him, but this the press of people, the tide of these crazed worshippers just carries you further and further away from him as you reach out vainly for him. Abizu yeah. strides forward and... Well, having been to many nightclubs, I know that uh, that eventually we'll end up cooking up later. So I just kind of wink, I, I wave and I just kind of keep going. <laughs> of course I don't see her wave. <laughs> <laughs> so Abizu strides forward and as she's striding forward... She says, join me. And she just grabs Henry, Henry's hand, 
Henry Shetan Hoffman's hand, and he's he's just limp, and the worshippers around him just tear him away from Eckhart's grasp, and she goes through the center arch along with Henry, and as soon as they walk through, they just disappear. They just blink out of existence. Follow, and then and then these worshippers start streaming in behind, and as each one walks through, they all just blink out of existence one by one and those of you who aren't blindfolded have to make another sanity roll for seeing this oh dear this is how I'm going to play every Cthulhu game from now on blindfolded you're such a meta gaming bastard <laughs> no I, you gave us fair warning and then carry around dynamite and you'll be good to go wow that's some serious failures going on there thankfully it's not it's not terrible seeing this I mean it's pretty fucked up because you're seeing people just wink out of existence so well, this could be bad for you Katorian if you roll a 2 <gasps> or a 3 okay so it's a d it's a d3 it's a d3 oh, it's a d3 well if you good. roll a 2 or a 3 you are going to have in fact i think whatever you roll i i think actually you're having a bout of madness so Alrighty. so Katorian you lose 3 Eckhart you can roll D D three as well. You lose, so Amory loses two. That's two. For me. And Eckhart, you lose two. All right. Well, let's deal with Katroyan first. Katroyan, you are having a bout of madness. Hit the real time bout of madness button. Real time. Rage. Uncontrolled violence and destruction directed at their surroundings, allies, and foes alike. That's not good. That's not good. For ten rounds. The good news is there's so many of these worshippers that you're not going to attack your friends. But yeah, what is it, Katrian? You you just lose your shit at this point. It's the, all too uh, much. Out comes the Luger. Boom, 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 boom. I just start shooting. Oh, God. All right. Well, make a luck roll. That's not very good anymore. No. Yuck. Yeah, you needed that. Because for a moment it looks like they almost don't care that their fellows are being shot and killed around them as you just fire wildly into this throng. But then they turn on you and they descend on you and they just attack you with their bare hands. They're attempting to claw the flesh from your bones. And there are ten of them that descend on you. I'm not even going to play out this combat because it's too, it would be too crazy. And there's an indefinite number of these. There's like, you could kill 100 and there would be another 100. So what I'm going to say is, just narrate to me what you want to, I mean, not you, Katrine, but what do the rest do? You see behind you, Katrine just starting to fire into the crowd with his Luger, and he's now being swarmed by hundreds of these foul worshippers. I try to make my way to him. Does anyone yell out anything? <laughs> because otherwise, I don't know what's going on. I was going to tell you to run. I yell out to the guy that's carrying me, go through the gate! Well, Katorian had originally grabbed me, so I'm right next to him. Yes. I'm going to try to stop him. Oh no, there are bullets! I'm scared of those! Yeah, yeah you're scared of bullets. But you, you don't have It's up to you. You can... Because remember, you're, you're, it's an underlying madness. It's not like something you have to act on. It's up to you. But he's he's let go of you now. He's just like... Do I have the wherewithal to try to stop him? Like, am I able to overcome my fear to, like, grab the gun from him? It's up to you. It's up to you. Okay, I'm going to try to do that. Okay, well, you're going to have to make an opposed fighting brawl roll against him. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel good about my odds right now. My 25. Oh, my goodness. Do you want to make... You could make that an extreme success with a mere 24 yeah, luck. Yeah, I'll do it. Or, or, do it. <laughs> or you can make it a hard success. With, no, I will make it an extreme Yeah, you want to make success. that an extreme yeah, success. Yeah. Okay. okay, that's 24 luck you need to spend. Katroyan, no, make a... I have to oppose. Yes, you have to make a fighting pro roll. Oh, jeez. It's only a hard. She has extreme. Just. Only just. You are going to take quite a lot of damage now, but... But the good thing is that your friend managed to wrestle the gun away from you somehow. I don't know. Safina, tell me, how do you even manage this? You're, you're a little waif, street urchin. 
I grind up some more of my charcoal in my hand and I smear it across his face. And while he's distracted with the charcoal face, I'll, I'll use my other hand to pull the gum out of his hands. <laughs> I thought you were just going to knee him in the balls. But that's, yeah, that works. <laughs> Thank you for leaving that alone. Amazing, amazing. So you're going to take five lots of damage from these guys because, well, I mean, there were hundreds of them attacking you. This could get nasty. So it's 5d4 plus 5d3 damage. Oh, dear. So 5d4. Oh, 13. So I've got 35 luck. You've got 35 luck and one hit point. And one hit point. I may be down to the nitty-gritty, but I'm still there. (laughs) So what happens is, as soon as Safina manages to grab the gun off you, these worshippers just instantly stop attacking you. And they seem to just pretend as if nothing had happened, and they continue walking through through the archway. And at this point, Anne-Marie, you're being carried through on the back of this large gentleman. He's wearing like a feather boa and high-heeled shoes and a kilt, but no- and nothing else. Oh, and a kilt. And a kilt, yeah. Right, that's pretty epic. Are you using the feather boa to steer him? Yes, I'm using the feather boa to steer him, yes, exactly. And he takes you through, and the moment you step through the archway, you suddenly find yourself in this long corridor with these huge cedar doors at the end, which are open, and beyond, all you see is fog and darkness. And you're being carried forward, along with the stream of these worshippers. And then you pass through into another world. Meanwhile, outside in the maelstrom... <laughs> yeah, I'm just keeping my eyes open to, for anybody else. Yeah. yeah, meanwhile, outside in the maelstrom, what are the rest of you doing? You've just seen this crazy situation. Katorian almost get killed, but Safina saved him with charcoal. <laughs> <laughs> Arts, and a swift knee to the bulls, I think, as well. We're, 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 that's canon. That's canon now. Art saves. Yeah. And these thousands of people are all streaming forwards through the gates each one blinking out of existence as they do so. What are you doing? I'm calling out for my companions. I don't... But I'm sort of like just lost in the throng of people. I'm going to say, actually, you're getting just pushed forwards. You're being jostled and pushed forwards without... You're kind of almost carried along in this tide. The other three, you can make strength rolls or you're going to be carried along as well. Eckhart, you are carried along in the tide. Safina... What if I want to get carried along? Well, you can just let yourself. It's up to you. If you want to resist, you you make a strength roll. Okay, fine. I recommend crowd surfing. Okay, you maybe you, maybe you're small and low to the ground, Safina. But yeah, I'm I'm used to moving through crowds, pickpocketing. Oh, pickpocketing. Yeah, Katrion. Katrion. Yes. Strength roll, or you're going to be carried through the gates as well. A strength roll. I'm not the strongest guy, actually, at all. Well, somehow you managed it. So, so Eckhart and Max, you see Eckhart and Max disappear through the gates, and now maybe you've got your backs to the cool stone of the of the arches of the Brandenburg Gate as you see these people streaming past you, all disappearing. It seems like, I mean, if you want to stay behind, you can because you've held your ground. What do you want to do, Safina? I want to move away from the crowd. Can I move to like the edge of the crowd and away from the stream of people? You would have to make several more strength rolls because you imagine they're all just streaming forwards either side of you. You'd have to fight your way through to get away from the gate. You're, right now, you're, you've got your back against one of the main pillars of the gate where you're, you're, you're kind of safe there. But you, you can either stay there or you can try and fight your way through. I guess I'll stay. I'll stay. I don't want to. Okay. Catherine, you are bloodied, bruised, beaten, scratched. Yeah. Who's gone through? Well, Max, Eckhart, and Do I see Anne-Marie. who's gone through? Well, you, you, all you can see is Safina on, on the, the next pillar to the left of you. All your other friends have gone. I call out to Safina, are we going? I don't really want to. They just sort of disappeared. Me neither, but I don't think we have a choice. I think we have a choice. We could just not and wait out this crowd and try to go about our lives. I could work for you at the cafe. 
make some pastries. I gave you a standing job offer many times. Well, all of a sudden that seems a little bit more appealing now. It's like pushing Sundance right at the end. <laughs> Should we go? <laughs> I'll follow your lead. I don't know. I'm scared. Eckhard went through. I have such wonders to show you, though, Safina. I guess we need to... Here, uh, take my hand and uh, thank you for throwing chalk in my face. Okay, okay. As I say, as I wipe the chalk off my face. I'll take his hand. I guess we're going to go through, huh? And then you are gone. Now, you all have traveled down this strange corridor through these huge cedar gates into the shadow and the mist. On the way through, you feel something being drained from you. Everyone roll a d6, and that's how many magic points you lose, which I don't think really matters to any of you, except Safina, to be honest. She's the only one that uses magic. Well, and Safina, of course, loses the full six. I lose all of it. I have no magic. You cannot do any more magic. You do also all immediately lose one sanity, which means that, Katrian, you get another bout of madness. God damn it! Okay. Okay, so do I hit the real-time thing? And and here's me holding his hand again. Oh, boy! Oh, great. Fantastic. A phobia. Oh, I love phobias. That's fun. Okay. I love rolling these randomly, but sometimes they're also good to choose to make it really appropriate. Well, I'll tell you what, roll, roll a d100, and if it's, if it's not sensible, I'll pick one that makes sense. Oh, this is perfect, because you've just gained agoraphobia, fear of open public crowded places. Yeah, I, I mean, see that. Because what you, what you have come out into is the huge, wide stretches of the Charlottenburger Chaussee the main east-west road through the Tiergarten, on the north side of the street, are massive futurist facades rising up, just like in your old nightmares. From the building's roof lines, blood-red banners hang limply in the eerily still air. Niches set periodically at ground level depict idealized nude sculptures, their faces featureless. You are surrounded by thousands of revelers, accompanying Abizu and Anne-Marie up ahead. They're looking around in wonder, hardly knowing what to think. And Abizu turns to you all and says, Come, my children. She cries out and leads you through canyon-like passages between two massive buildings. And the point at which you gain this phobia is when you all enter a staggeringly massive plaza, some 3.7 million square feet, which is hard to visualize. It's probably... I don't know, like two miles on each side, this plaza. It's, it's inconceivably vast. And even with the thousands and thousands of revelers, the sheer scale of the space dwarfs you. And at this point, Katroyan, you gain your agoraphobia. Yes. What do you do? <laughs> or I can tell you what you do. Okay, go ahead. I think the first thing you do is you just curl up in a ball on the ground and start weeping. That's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> okay. Yeah, very well. Nobody sees this, but I can't help it. What are you talking about? I'm right next to you. Yeah, you're right next. You, you're, you're all back sort of together now. You found each other. And you see Katroyan just lying on the floor. Maybe Amory is up ahead with her fr- new friends, dancing and singing and whatever. But you see Katroyan just sobbing in a tight fetal position on the floor, on the ground, as people stream past in revelry. I give him a little nudge with my foot. Hey, are you Okay. <laughs> I grab your leg like anchor. <laughs> I mean, because I feel like I'm lost in the void of space. I'm like, I want something solid. <laughs> Get off me. This is going to last for a couple of minutes while his bout of madness goes on. You can try and kick him off you if you want, I suppose. I'm not going to kick him. That's not nice. But I do try to extricate myself. Okay, make a, make a strength roll. A pose strength roll. Again, I'm actually not that big or strong. Yeah, but no. neither am I. Oh, my God. Yeah, but he fumbled. Oh, nice. He's, yeah, fumbled. All, the, all the strength has gone out of your body, Katrina, and, and Safina just wriggles out of your grasp, and, and you and you're start to bawl like a, like a baby. Anybody mention this later? I, you're fired. <laughs> you can say that later, but right now, you are just in this grip of this phobia. I think this is the most scared you've ever been in your life. I must hear him. 
crying. You've been blindfolded all this time, so I'm going to say you're just somewhere random. You don't know where you are. Okay. You're being carried I'm along sorry, by this tide. No, you're not okay. with them. I'm not with them. Do you want to take your, your scarf off? Because you, you're very vulnerable right now. I mean, you must feel very vulnerable. I must feel the way that the crowd is going, right? Well, yeah, but you don't know which... It's yeah, carrying you I along. Know. So I just... It's carrying me along. I kind of want to try and turn my body against it, and then I'll, I'll lift up my blindfold to see what's happening. Because I, I figure that they're following Abuzu, so... And I kind of want to stop. Okay. Yeah, you can stop. And you're there standing, seeing all your friends away back across this vast square and as the crowd parts around you I just want I want to find them I want to get to them quickly okay and it seems like the vast majority of the the crowd have thinned out and filtered out and then you realize something unsettling horrifying possibly that every 30 yards around the square's perimeter every 30 yards you see these fellas again these lamprey-mouthed monsters from your dream. They're like, they're lining the square and they're standing there to attention. And you're going to have to make a sanity roll for seeing them. That's fair. Oh, you failed. Uh, roll a d6, Max. You, I think you just cry out with involuntary fear at the side of these. There, there must be a thousand or more of them. But they're just standing there. They're not moving. They don't seem to be even interested in you. They're, they're wearing those black uniforms again. You can see that any minute your friends are going to become aware of them. What do you want to do? I want to rush over to them. Okay. To my friends. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant to the, the creepy lamprey. <laughs> I'll tell them don't look up. Just keep your eyes on the path ahead. Don't look around. And you see that where Anne-Marie and the crowd and Abizu are heading is, is to that huge dome again, towering to a height of nearly a thousand feet. It's the same dome that you glimpsed all those, those years ago in, in that dream or that waking nightmare. You can't believe how big this thing is. And as Anne-Marie and Abizu enter with the retinue, you see that the colonnaded entrance is flanked by two enormous statues, both depicting a woman with three faces, garbed in Grecian-style robes. And the worshippers all go up the stairs towards the temple beyond and enter. I'm going to say, we have to follow them. Just keep our eyes fixed. There's no other way out. We have to go there. And what is Katurian doing? <laughs> I am in the throes of my agoraphobic nightmare. I think. I'm just going to pick him. Yeah, I'll say you've, you're, you're just coming out of it now because it's been two minutes. It's been a couple of minutes. You are feeling like you have to get out of this open space. Yeah, so I have to actually voice that. I say, whatever is going to get us out of this open space, that's what I'm doing. I tell you all that out loud in those words. I'm going to grab Katorian sort of under his arm and I say, just look down right in front of your feet and let's move with the crowd. We're moving inside. Then that's literally what I'm doing. I'm looking down at the ground and stumbling along with everyone, step by step. I'm sort of telling everyone over and over again, I don't want them to look or try to, to escape to the sides. I don't want them to look at the guards. But I'm pretty sure there's no other way out. We have to just go. So, All right, Eckhart and Safina, are you, you going with? Are you following yep. Max's instructions? Yep. Okay. And so a brief, oh, it seems like an eternity as you try and keep your eyes fixed to the ground and somehow you sense that there's terrors at the edge of your vision as you go forwards. You all filter up into the temple and entering, you see an enclosed space so huge in dimension that clouds are hovering up near the top of the dome inside the temple. The oculus at the dome's apex seems tiny from a thousand feet below. Silvery moonlight shines in, but there was no moon when you walked across that plaza. It's almost as if the moon is only shining for you now inside the temple. There's little in the way of a floor underneath the dome, and the chamber's centre lies only a massive yawning abyss of darkness. Floating above the abyss, rotating slowly, is the biggest tree you've ever seen, just floating, hanging in midair, in full leaf, 
It even has a root system complete dangling below it, but the roots are blackened and lifeless, and they drape down inside this pit, seemingly reaching out for whatever foul nourishment this abyss can give it. And as you adjust to the dim half-light, you can see that the tree is composed of a fleshy, organic substance. The leaves are lobe-like flaps, the dead roots are desiccated, mummified flesh. The tree stops spinning at the point where the trunk turns into the root system. A massive, three-lobed eye opens, flooding the hall with orange light. Other, smaller, single-lobed eyes, nine above and nine below, also open now, adding their feeble light to the overall glow. You can see movement now amongst the tree's branches. It seems like there's something slithering in and out of these branches. A serpentine shape larger than the biggest anaconda imaginable slithers, oozing amongst the tree's soft, pulsating limbs. One end of the enormous, undulating worm splits into seven heads, each of which ends in a gaping, lamprey-like mouth, reminiscent of those creatures outside. And then a final shock comes as the three-lobed eye seems to focus and intensify its light, blinding you all suddenly, like you looked into the flash of a camera. The glare eventually diminishes, and your vision returns, and you see, floating before them, above the tree, a most singular apparition. It's a woman's head, colossal in scale, with three faces, each pointing in a different direction. The faces each share an eye, so that there are only three eyes in total. It's a most eerie sight. And the head, in the same way as the tree, rotates slowly in the opposite direction. And then you have to make a sanity roll. Another one. Um, Wait, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you do have to make a sanity roll for seeing this. It's like a biblical vision of hell or something. Uh, it's like the tree of life or something, except gross. Oh my god, yeah. we're all fumbling like fucking crazy tonight. What is happening? Well, I guess I'm not the only one. Oh my nuts. god. Third fumble tonight. Holy crap. Okay, well, Max, wow, Armenian, you really needed that. You really needed that. Yes. You majorly needed that. <laughs> well, yeah. I already have a phobia and Okay, well, at least let's deal with you, Katorian. Well, we'll do with you last, because you're, you're about to have another bad <laughs> on, top, on top of your previous one. But, so Max and Anne-Marie, you need to roll a d3. Oh, boy. Max gets a 3. Anne-Marie, you're just water off a duck's back for you, isn't it? Max, where is that putting you in the... Um... You're still okay, Max. You're okay. Anne-Marie, you're fine. I mean, you both probably react to this horrible sight. How far away are you, Amory, from indefinite insanity? You're probably okay. Okay, well, Eckhart, this is not going to go well for you. But let's do Safina first. Okay. I knew I'd get you eventually, Safina. I remember all those sessions where you just were... I rolled a fumble so you need to... twice. I know, but that's true. Your intelligence, failed intelligence check saved that's you. True. Yeah, this time... God, Andy. I thought this wasn't an adversarial situation with the GM. One, it's not. Eight. It's not. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like the universe is against me right now. Okay, well... Oh, no, that's not bad. Put yourself in my shoes. I'm about to have my third bout of madness, this thing, and I we're rolled an extreme. So you're going to lose four sanity for that. Do you want to spend some luck to reduce it to just two? No, I just spent you a lot spend, of luck. You could I'm spend okay. eight luck. Nah. I okay. Luck. But you're fine. Eckhart, on the other hand, you fumbled. <laughs> Your sanity roll. That's usually not a good sign. So let's have a look at you and see where you are in the whole scheme of things. Because you are you are about to lose 10 sanity. Oh, dear. Oh, that's going to put me below my... Yeah. So you can spend 20 luck to reduce it to 5. Keep in mind that you want to keep 30. Because, yeah. Okay. So you only lose five, but five is enough to potentially give you a bout of madness. And you are very smart. You're going to probably, unless you fail this roll, you're about to have a bout of madness. So make an intelligence roll. No. You fully comprehend the horror of what you are seeing. Even though 
you've never understood, you've never really had any exposure to the mythos, you understand that what you're looking at is there's some kind of perverse logic to this reality that you're seeing. Hit the Bout of Madness real-time button, please. Oh, it's just, chi just chilling. The world is absolutely, is built on the tree of absolute disgustingness, so might yeah. as well. This is the tree of life. And to be honest, given that you're not exact, you're not really in, under any threat right now, this is fine. You're just, you just maybe kick back, maybe light a cigarette. I don't know, what do you do? I'd probably start pontificating about something about the tree of life and blah, blah, like, and it'll all be well. And I do light a cigarette. You're Armenian mean, approved. I just kind of, like, stand there and, yeah, like, yeah. survey the crowd. Unfortunately, the Armenian also has to make a sound, uh, just hit, mm -hmm. the, hit the bit bout of madness button again. Oh, dear. Oh! <laughs> Amnesia for ten rounds. You're going to be... You're just a mook now. You're just a mook for the next ten rounds. Oh, dear. That's not good. How does your personality change? I mean, your, your swagger has gone somewhat, I would say. Well, my primary characteristic is not my swagger. It's my instinct for, for survival, for self-preservation. So I guess at this point I am just not self-aware because I'm usually incredibly self-aware. Okay, well, then I guess you are open to suggestion and persuasion and extortion right now. But the rest of you see you had had this strong, horrifying reaction, but these thousands of people around you, they are much weaker willed than you. And most, many of those present, they just can't cope with what they're seeing, and they just instantly lose their minds. Some of them flee screaming, others faint dead away, and a large portion of them just run forwards and hurl themselves laughing, cackling towards the tree. But they don't even get close, they just fall plummeting into the abyss. And as they fall into this black opening, you hear screaming from them as they fall, and a great chorus of eerie wails rising up from below, almost like a million voices all calling out together, wailing, as these people fall screaming into the pit. And as you head back, you see Abizu, and she turns towards you. At this point, Max, I think you're just going to have to make a... This is the first time you've seen Abizu. Now, I, there's no way to avoid it now. You're going to have to make another sanity roll, I'm afraid, Max. Have you seen Abizu? Oh, God. It's like you were fine for, like, 12 sessions, and now it's all... It's, it's all going to hell. Well, it's, it's only a D4. It's only a D4, Max. You're about to lose three, but you probably want to avoid that. Reduce it to two. It's up to you. You can reduce it to two by spending six luck. Do you want to do that? I spent, was it six luck? Yeah. And I'm now 42, and I think I have to stay above 41. So. Yeah, <laughs> your floor is 41, so definitely worth doing. Okay, so those of you that have got good points, you can make a Cthulhu Mythos roll if you want to try and understand okay. something of what you're seeing. No. Ooh, Eckhart, you can Should spend, spend luck? The luck. You can spend luck. Why spend not? It. Why not? I still got 40 left. Yeah, I don't know where you're getting this from maybe it was just the insane insight you gained from going mad but you somehow understand that these this three-lobed eye is in some way an aspect of the god Nyarlathotep and that the tree is some form of the dark mother Shabnigarath so Abizu turns towards the tree and she cries out imploringly mother mistress I beseech thee Give me the power, and I shall bring the two worlds together. I have brought with me the blood sacrifice thou desirest. And then she gestures backwards at the thousands of Berliners who now crowd the hall around the pit of the dead. And then she says, Come, come to the pit, my children. And she's about to gesture them to run forward and hurl themselves to their death as she stands near the edge. And I think that is where... We will end the session. So, a little while back, we ran a competition on Grizzly Peaks Radio, our very first competition that Chaosium was so generous to donate the prize to, which was a PDF copy of Berlin, the Wicked City source book, which, as you probably all know, is 
in my mind. The greatest campaign supplement, the greatest campaign um, or uh, setting supplement ever written. It was so kind of them to, to give us actually two copies. So we have two winners, two winners. The question was, which famous person did Safina do a portrait of in the first scenario of Berlin the Wicked City in, in The Devil Eats Flies? And it was, of course, the famous Marlene Dietrich. Of course, who else? Marlene Dietrich. And um, there were two winners that I picked out of the bag, and they are dilethylene, rather appropriately. I don't know um, any other identity for dilethylene, but that, of course, is a place in the dreamlands, in Lovecraft's uh, dreamlands. And uh, the other winner was the more conventionally named Shepherd Gordon. So congratulations to both of them. They've got their copies winging their way over to them and uh, I'm just really pleased that we managed to do this competition. Also the usual shout outs to all the Patreons who keep me going and, and um, support the, the, the cost of putting this podcast together and also thanks to Sirenscape for your amazing audio and music beds.